Hey guys, it's Brittany and I'm so stoked that you're listening. This is so cool. I've never actually recorded a blog post or turned it into a podcast before. So you are the first to listen. <laughs> it's exciting. So if you don't like reading, you have no excuse now not to listen to what I have to say, which is kind of exciting for me and motivating for you. <laughs> so if you haven't already subscribe to whyshouldyoucare.org, that's my website. Put your email in at the bottom in the little box and you'll be sent updates when I post. If you love animals or you're even interested in science of any kind, if you need some, if you need some encouragement throughout your months, I'm here to help you with that. So subscribe and let's just jump in. Thanks for being here again. I'm going to read a recent post that I shared called Catching Up. I honestly haven't posted in a long time just because life, you could probably relate. And I've been navigating my own intentions with my website. And so I'm just kind of deciding to take it day by day, week by week and, and navigate from there. So thanks for being along for the journey. So what I wrote, it was in a recent post called catching up post 2020. I think we can all agree that the past year has changed a lot of things from relationships to jobs, to sanity and everything in between. And amidst the quarantining, I personally somehow managed to adapt to full-time online teaching, reschedule a wedding twice, start a small online training business called BritFit, check it out on Instagram, move between four different homes, finally close escrow on a new home and support a husband entering into the police academy. But perhaps the hardest part, you guys, of the past 12 months, and maybe some of you can understand this, has been losing my grandpa who fought against COVID for 18 days in the hospital. It's still numbing to think about how this virus seemingly came along out of nowhere and managed to cause so much global and personal turmoil. It almost feels as if we are living in a science fiction book of some kind, just waiting for the next chapter to be read. Except I now personally feel like a freaking warrior entering into whatever the rest of this crazy book brings. Because with the sadness and confusion that COVID brought, it also prompted some new strengths and resolutions in my own heart. I thought it would be nice to share about these three things or three strengths with you specifically as I set out to post more regularly on this wonderful website of mine both about science and animal-related projects, as well as my own journey. So here it goes. <laughs> Strength one, at the onset of COVID, my job as a professor took on a whole new workload and level of stress. One that stemmed from taking on additional courses I had never taught, all while trying to finish curriculum creation for the coming semester, coupled with the transition to a completely online learning environment. So basically, it felt like being asked to teach Spanish when I'd barely yet figured out how to speak English, all while juggling three bowling balls over my head in front of a crowd who was waiting for me to tell them what to do. And if that sounds like a lot to you, imagine how my thoughts felt. I'm sure you can relate. I remember one day just completely breaking and dropping all the imaginary bowling balls on my toes. I felt totally inadequate and frustrated that subjects I once felt so passionate about now felt like high-pressure obligations with expectations attached to them that I knew I could never reach. And if you know me, or you're getting to know me, you know I don't like to let anyone down, including myself. I've never really been good at maintaining, backtrack, I have been really good at maintaining the I can do it attitude my whole life. But for the first time, I faced the simple truth that I just couldn't. And not only that, I didn't want to anymore. And I knew if I continued in such a state, I risked punching through the walls of whatever house I was living in at that time. So desperate, 
I scheduled a Zoom with one of my favorite mentors and professors that I had at Chapman. Another fun fact, I don't like to cry in front of people, but I've kind of gotten good at it lately. <laughs> Just seeing my professor's face and hearing some words of affirmation from him were enough to crack the Britney dam over Zoom. <laughs> so great. Thankfully, I didn't have to explain too much of what I was going through because he too was navigating some of the same new pressures. However, the advice that he gave me is some of the most valuable and different I have ever been told. And perhaps it could help you right now. So amidst tears, he said to me, Brittany, sometimes you just have to be okay with giving your 70% because although it seems foreign to you, your 70% is many others 100%. This simple statement at first frustrated me. Give my 70% since when was this an option? But the more that I thought about it, and the fact that this advice came from someone who I greatly respect, the more I found my mind considering a new cushion of rhetoric peace. I had to decide, did I want to regain my enjoyment in my new job as a professor, or did I want to allow my pride to erode my very being into tiny pieces until there was no professor Brittany left to teach? And then I realized something else simple yet profound. And here's a reminder for you. Maybe I didn't realize it so much as I accepted it. And that is that I am human. I have strengths. I have weaknesses. I can only do the best I can with the abilities I have. And this knowledge, I believe, is where true strengths and progress can begin, as well as the opportunity for me to remain an effective teacher. Because working in education and loving the sciences has really had a way of re revealing to me the infinite possibilities and resources that exist within the world around us. But that does not mean that I have the ability myself to infinitely give. I am not the world and I am not a master of everything, just like you aren't. This realization has further affirmed my belief that each of us are designed with unique strengths that fit a purpose, not that fit every purpose. When we can focus on these, we then can become unstoppable. Since this learning experience, I've been able to more effectively strategize my time and also prioritize what is worth giving my 70% or my 100% to in life. And sometimes when you're able to think creatively and remain adaptable within challenging life circumstances, you can find new ways of giving a new 100% through different methods. Now that 100% may not look like last year's or last week's, but it doesn't make it any less valuable than what it is now. Because as science tells us, if we never adapt, we never grow. And if we never grow, we risk extinction. I'm, extre I'm extremely grateful that I am now able to recognize the wisdom necessary in choosing to give your 70% when we must, so that we don't end up losing 100% of who we are becoming. I also realized that I just needed to be affirmed and encouraged by someone who I look up to. So guys, never underestimate the power your words can have to lift a friend up, a student, a professor, a colleague, or maybe even yourself out of a tough situation. Strength number two, this one's a little more to the point. Taking time off into yourself is actually life-giving, you guys. 2020 taught me to become more deliberate and intentional about taking care of myself, noticing how I'm feeling, giving myself grace, and taking the necessary steps to heal and set boundaries. Just as sometimes we can't give our 100%, we aren't always able to feel 100%. And I didn't realize there were a few areas of my life or feelings I'd been having that I was sweeping under the rug in an effort to just keep going. My bet is you have done or are doing the same. 
But what I also didn't realize were that these very areas were also like little holes in my gas tank and maybe in yours, because as much progress as I would make, sometimes it felt like I wasn't gaining as much ground as I could. Or in the process, I would spew out toxic fumes of anger in moments of misunderstood frustration. Again, I realized I'm human. I don't know why I didn't recognize some of the past hurt and little traumas as my therapist calls them for what they were. Little life sucking leeches poisoning me with unbelief in myself and painting others in colors that they never asked for. When I first started therapy and realized many of these things, it felt heavy. I felt like I had robbed myself of meaningful opportunities for life and growth in my 20s based on my own personal inability to understand my own thinking. But I have since found peace that this is simply my life story. And as my husband reminds me, now I can take what I have learned and make the most of who I am in the years ahead. I've realized that making peace with who you are, where you are at, and remembering we are all loved by a God for who we are, not what we do, allows me to find a whole lot more joy in each day. Now, I still struggle with recognizing this gut reaction to try and prove something to myself or to someone, but I'm working through these feelings and learning to direct them into intentional and meaningful action. Ones that aren't self-sabotaging, that help me to be happy, and that I'm fully aware of choosing. This brings me to my last strength that I'll talk about. If you have something you want to do, just start doing it, guys. My grandpa's passing reminded me that no matter how much we try to succeed and advance in life, we all end up in the same grave. And as morbid as that may sound, it somehow made me want to just start doing more of what I love. Part of the frustration I've been struggling with has stemmed from not holding my own self accountable and taking even little steps towards bigger projects. And that is on me, not any of my circumstances or anyone else. I've realized it's time to stop the pity party, focus on myself, have some focused fun and see where it takes me. However, what I've also struggled with is that sometimes what we love and you could probably relate isn't necessarily what we're able to vote all of our time to. We aren't always able to give 100% of ourselves to pursuing what brings us that indescribable joy. But in relationship to strengths one and two, I'm also learning that there is a way to integrate that indescribable love into jobs or obligations that might not be our first choice. How? By simply being yourself, leading with your strengths, believing in what you bring to the table, and knowing there's more to come. Because when we set unrealistic expectations for ourselves, ones that we are supposed to be somewhere else or maybe doing something else bigger, we simultaneously rob ourselves of where we are at and what we are capable of right now. And perhaps where we are at has exactly the ingredients to take us to where we dream of one day being. But let's be honest, you can't make a cake if you don't see how integral each of the ingredients are to the overall recipe. If you don't get that, pause listen to it again and think about it because I'm not explaining it. Also, don't try to just quickly blend all the ingredients together for the sake of making a cake. Pause long enough to think about what kind of cake you want to create. What does it look like? What flavor is it? Does it have nuts? Mine doesn't. I don't like nuts in my cake. What temperature do you need to cook it at? What platter do you want to serve it on? These are all important questions that we should be asking ourselves within each opportunity that we have in life. Because meaningfulness can be found even when we apply our own strengths, interests, and creativity to the most seemingly mundane of jobs. And I believe this is how we find our best selves, how we inspire others, 
and how we bring who we are, not just who we're working to be, into the now. So overall, guys, I think this past year has allowed me to let go of a lot of chains that used to hold me back, as well as to pick up some new and improved strengths that affirm where I'm going. I've decided to just start doing more things that I love when I feel like doing them without thinking so much about how it might or might not turn out. And in doing so, I've personally found new strengths, some really exciting new opportunities, and an increase in my self-belief. There is freedom and direction in accepting our humanness, in recognizing our feelings, in leading with our strengths, in believing that we have strengths, and in choosing meaningful, meaningful actions that bring us growth. And if you can't hear, Jasper just joined. Jasper's my cat. And above all else, I know that my grandpa would tell me that to do anything else or to be anyone else but ourselves would be an absolute complete waste of our, our time. I believe he would also tell us it's time to saddle up and to just get it done in his sweet Southern accent. So stay tuned because I will be sharing and updating a whole lot more about myself, about others and different organizations doing amazing things for this planet and about my continued desire to help others know why they should care. So I hope this helped you in some way today, feel a little inspired, maybe understand a little bit more about where you're at, some ways that have helped me to grow, and I hope these help you too. Have an amazing day, you guys. Don't forget to consider why you should care.